Hello, this is Cedric and Zach from the Venus Flash Shop. We are sharing with you a super cool event that is happening on the winter solstice, December 21st, 2020. Hey, Zach, what is this called? It's called the Jupiter and Saturn Conjunction. I'm excited about the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction because they are going to be really close together in the night sky. Plus, some are calling it the Christmas star. Yeah, we are amateur astronomers who love to stargaze. Like, like I mean, like every night we're out there stargazing, you know. Um, but why is this conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn so important, Zach? Hey, kids and listeners, this is so cool and so important that we catch this conjunction because it has not happened since 1226 AD. That is why this is being called the Great Conjunction. Hmm, wow. And it will not happen again until the year 2400. Okay, that is really interesting. So let's break this down as simply as possible. We will be reading from an article that gives you a more precise explanation as well. Many of us has heard the, have heard the phrase, the planets must be aligned. Well, that is simply what a conjunction is. Well, kind of, anyway. Hey, Zach, how many years does it take Jupiter to orbit the sun? Twelve. And how many years does it take Saturn to orbit the sun? Twenty-nine years. Whoa. So, we are talking about about two or three things here. Our perspective from Earth, how things appear to us, the, and the probability of Jupiter and Saturn being so close together in our night sky. The conjunction happens about every 20 years. Well, no, no, excuse me. The conjunction happens every 20 years, to be precise, but never this close. So imagine Jupiter going around the sun every 12 years and Saturn going around the sun every 29 years. Put on your thinking caps. Close your eyes if you have to. You have the sun in the middle and Jupiter's going around every 12 years and then the Saturn going around at the same time every 29 years they are going to eventually line up according to their paths around the sun kind of like if you had two friends riding their bike around a track at different speeds the slower friend would be Saturn the faster friend would be Jupiter Saturn goes around the sun in 29 years Jupiter goes around the sun in 12 years your friend representing Jupiter would be riding their back around the track at, let's say, about 15 miles per hour. And this is not the scale. Your other friend representing Saturn would be riding around, riding their back around the track about 8 miles per hour in the same direction. Eventually, they're going to cross paths and be perfectly aligned in relation to you. And that's what's really important about what we're talking about is in relation to us here on Earth. Now, imagine that you are riding your bike on a track about 50 miles per hour. You are on the Earth, so you're representing the Earth, really. It takes 365 days for the Earth to orbit the sun. So we go around much faster than Jupiter and Saturn because we are much closer to the sun than those planets. It has to do with gravity. So a conjunction is when we, the Earth, see Jupiter and Saturn in a straight line in relation to us. It would be another 300 years in the year 2400 before both planets are close as they are now in a conjunction, even though the Jupiter and Saturn conjunctions happens every 20 years. Hey, Zach, what is a conjunction anyway? In astronomy, a conjunction occurs when two astronomical objects or spacecraft have either the same right in section 
or the same ecliptic longitude, usually as observed from Earth. So let's go to space.com and find out more. Okay, so I'm reading from space.com now. Just a few, uh, just a few words from an, an article from space.com titled, The Great Conjunction of Super, I mean, Jupiter and Saturn Will Form a Christmas, a Christmas Star on the Winter Solstice. And I will leave a link to all of this in our blog on venusflashup.com. So if you want to find out more about this and read the article, and also we have some great videos also from YouTube from the kids learning to, which Zach loves. Do you love, um, what do you like about the kids learning to read into a video, video about this, Zach? Um, what I like about it is for when um, Jupiter and Saturn, mm -hmm. for the conjunction. Mm -hmm. Did you learn a lot about the great conjunction with, with the kids learning to video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids learning to super, super thing for children to watch and learn great things about a whole lot of different things. And we really enjoyed learning about the Great Conjunction from Kids Learning To. So we have um, that video on the blog, but also another video from NASA that answers what basically practically ask, answer all your questions about the Great Conjunction that's happened on this Monday, December 21st, 2020. Okay, so let's read from this space.com article real quick. Here. Okay, a conjunction happens when planets appear incredibly close to one another in the sky because they line up with the Earth in their respective orbits. Over the first three weeks of December, Saturn and Jupiter can be seen near the southwest horizon and the hour after sunset slowly getting closer with each passing night, according to NASA Skywatching Statement about this month's nocturnal highlights. When these two planets converge on December 21st, they will be the closest they have been to one another in the night sky since 1623, according to Jao Ryo, instructor of the Hayton Planetary, um, Planetarium in New York. But that conjunction wasn't visible to sky watchers on much of the Earth because of its location in the night sky. The last time the event was visible from the Earth was in 1226, according to Virginia Tech, tech astronomer Nahum Arev. This rare event is special because of how bright the planets will be and how close they get to each other in the sky, Arev said in a statement. All right. The meeting of Jupiter and Saturn in the night sky is referred to as a great conjunction because it happens less often than the conjunctions of other planets. Jupiter and Saturn share almost the same celestial coordinates about once every 20 years. Um, this means under high magnification in your telescope, you'll be able to see both planets, Saturn, with its famous ring system and Jupiter with its cloud bands and Galilean satellites. Simultaneously, the same field of view. All right, that's cool. That's really, really cool. All right, and again, that's at space.com. I will leave all this information on venusflashup.com blog. Again, that's venusflashup.com blog. You can also go to venusflashup.com blog to find 
um, deals and the most updated information about sales all across uh, the internet and just the best products that you can find anywhere. Health and wellness products, mm-hmm. um, home products, electronics, mm-hmm. you just name it, kids products, just just everything that we basically review those products and we share with you the best from around the web. Um, if you'd like to support this, po- support this podcast, that's a great way to do it is just go to that website and shop with us, um, shop through our links and you'll be supporting the show and it'd be a really cool thing. We really appreciate it. All right. Well, um, the, um, uh, one big thing that we just learned actually by watching a video that would be on the blog about the great conjunction from NASA is you don't need a telescope to watch the great conjunction. You can just, just use your own eyes and watch it that way. We were going to buy a telescope this week but man, we got so busy and we found out that, that the telescope that we really wanted, um, the one that I recommend um, by reading re- reviews and doing a little research um, about what's the best telescope to buy for, for your money. Because you don't want to buy one that's too cheap or um, not expensive enough because it's not going to be good enough from, from reading reviews. Um, but also... You want to buy one, you, 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 but also you don't want to buy one that's too expensive because of the simple fact that um, unless you have a telescope from NASA, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, it's not going to be like that, that good. So you're going to be spending too much money for something that you're not going to use on a, on a professional basis. Okay. So um, usually I would say anywhere from 200 to $400 is a good spot. You might be able to find one for cheaper than $200, but let's just say... Um, on a normal basis, usually around two hundred to four hundred dollars is a good spot to be in. Um, and so, if you would like to find some recommendations for your uh, telescope purchase, then I will have that on the blog as well. Um, one thing that I will say is that I went to buy a telescope for this event. The one that I wanted wasn't going to be coming to us until like January the twenty first. So, of course. You know, it's a little bit too late to be getting it now for the Great Conjunction. But again, um, if you have binoculars, you can use that as well. Um, or you can just go to Walmart or something like that and buy one um, that, you know, may or may not be, you know, exactly what you're looking for for the Great Conjunction. Um, but the cool thing also is that you don't have to actually watch it on December 21st. If you can't, maybe just cloud cover or something like that. Um it's okay if you do not watch it on that night because they'll still be close together for like maybe like the next, I think, two or three weeks. Maybe it was that they'll be still close together. Um, so it just won't be the great conjunction. They're going to be the closest on it on December 21st. So it's really cool. Um, they also call it a Christmas star, as we mentioned, um, because people think that it might have been the Christmas, the Christmas star that was seen, you know, at the birth of Jesus. Um, um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, because I believe Jesus was born in the summer, actually. But we just celebrate Christmas in, you know, in December, I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's just some interesting thought process that they have put behind this. So they're, so they're calling, the, calling it the Christmas star. It might have been the star that they saw at night um, um, during the birth of that, that the shepherd star saw at night. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And, um, you know, people will just bring things together, you know, just just because they think it's pretty cool, you know. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, Zach, are you excited about 
um, the the Great Injunction? Yep. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, it's going to be really fun, and hopefully we're in Michigan, so um, it's cold out. You know, star watching is not as easy as it is for other people. It might snow, um, but hopefully where you are, there will be no clouds on the night of the Great Conjunction, and you and your family can go out and take a look at these, um, the Great Conjunction with Jupiter and Saturn and have some nice, nice sights and everything like that. Uh, well, we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. It was very fun to share with you something that we really enjoy. And if you have any questions, again, you can go to the blog, venusflashup.com, and you can comment on and even uh, post your pictures of the Great Conjunction that you might take with your telescope um, or with your phone. And um, it'll be a lot of fun. Well, have a great day. Many blessings. And it was nice talking to you.